What's going on, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Daily Do-Rag. So if I got any listeners and left anymore, I want to apologize because I have been MIA here recently. Um, just between work and then traveling and everything, I done been home three, four, five, nine, eleven times in the last like month. And so I just have not had time. And then while I was home, I meant to bring my microphone with me so I could sit down and do an episode at home. Did not get a chance to do that, unfortunately. And so I just was like, well, I'll just do one when I get home. And so here I am um, back, back in effect, back in action. And I promise I will definitely from now on, especially since school's getting ready to be start, getting ready to restart, I will be more consistent here. So today we have a very special guest my man sir quincy what's up y'all my name's quincy um real name eric johnson i don't really know how how to formally introduce myself uh <laughs> co-owner k alexander follow us on instagram at k alexander co underscore um here today with my man jesse you know <laughs> he called me he called me at the r&b party <laughs> yeah we were you know we were out there vibing and shout out to dj honest app because that party really was a vibe like i'm upset because i had alcohol poisoning last week i jumped off the plane with y'all's good sis Alyssa milan Betts. i jumped off the plane we immediately started pre-gaming to go out. Um, and then went out, we went to the Bourbon Hall. Also, make sure that that becomes y'all new move on Thursday is the Bourbon Hall. We, she literally picked me up from the plane. We went to her apartment, pre-game, got dressed, and then left. And y'all, I guess it was just the excitement from being back or the excitement from being with my friends, but... I went overboard and ended up getting alcohol poisoning. So I could not fully enjoy myself at the R&B party, but it was a vibe and it was very fun. And so y'all need to make sure that y'all are at the next one. Definitely was lit. I I think I I wasn't on the same accord as you, but towards the end of the event, all I know is I can't drink how I used to drink as I used to drink for because you know what Alyssa and I were just having that same conversation we were just like because we went out last night to Taco City on Bardstown Road yeah and it was a friend of our Hamed it was his going away party and then we went to the back door afterwards and that was we got there at like 6 left at like 10 and we were like we ready for bed we tired and that's what we were saying too like we washed that day I think definitely I linked up with my cousin she was like let's go to this fashion show so we started drinking we was already drinking she, she, that's my bourbon cousin I call her <laughs> so we was already drinking we just sipping had a couple drinks before we even left the house and then we pulled up to old 502 winery Mm. For an event that was upstairs before the actual whole for the whole R and B thing. Oh, okay. okay. Started drinking there. I think I, I think we went through a bottle of wine and mm. some more bourbon, and then we went downstairs and it was hooking us up with more drinks. And Mm-mm. also, we got to shout out the good people. You know, me as a businessman, I'm always passing along. You know, shout out out here, shout out Av, shout out Coop on the on the ones and twos. 
times three out there. It was crazy. They were doing their thing. Definitely doing their thing. They caught me. Um, uh, shout out. Oh, shout out to Terrace. Who does photography? Who does the photography? Yep. She captured a good moment with me because once they played Lil Kim, y'all know it was all over. Fun. Yeah, and then also shout out to the shout out to Crazy Brazy back there in the kitchen. Shout out Bumpy mm. Play. You know, hey, they they got some special going on. So there, there was a lot of moving pieces out there mm. besides the DJ. And you know, we got to show mad love to all of them because without yeah. that, without that amazing thing, the, the photographers, the DJs, and the cooks in the back, and also the bartenders don't know their names, but they was cool. Yeah, uh, the people at 0502 is is amazing. They they, they made it a, a true vibe, as we say. Right, and they did. Now. I ain't get a chance because I was still in recovery mode. Um, I, you know, I can't miss a party, but I was still in recovery. So I didn't get a chance to get the winks, <laughs> which I was upset because I've been in Crazy Brazy. That's his name, right? Yeah, Crazy Brazy. I've been in his Instagram DM bugging the mess out of this man. And I know he tired of me asking him when the next pop-up going to be because I've been trying to get these wings for months and you don't know how upset I was when I got there and found out he was there and they were making them wings and I couldn't have not one. Couldn't eat one, man. I got the first I got the first batch, man. I was sitting back there in the kitchen with him. I was like, hey man, when you serving? When you serving? I'm sitting back like a crackhead. When you serving? <laughs> man, he put him up on the plate. I got the Petey Pablo. I'm a, I'm a big honey mustard man. And they were slapping, but they serve I'm pretty much every Wednesday and Oh. You can expect them to be at many, many, many pops up. Just turn, just turn on your DM notifications. Right, man. and see, that's what I did. I finally toned, turned on my post notifications for them because I was like, I'm tired of getting left out because <laughs> I love wings. And so I was like, you don't know how mad I was at the R&B party. Only thing I could sip on was ginger ale. <laughs> That's, that's how I up my stomach was. Just move your neck, man. You, you get a little buzz <laughs> off of it or something, man. I said... <laughs> I said, now, nah, ain't this about something? And art, because anybody who knows me knows that I listen to, especially old school R&B, I listen to R&B all day long. So I was like, you got to be joking. An R&B party with the crazy brazy wings, and I can't enjoy neither. I was upset. Man, I already know how you feel. I mean, I... Ain't no point of stepping into no experience if you can't experience the full experience. Right. So, I mean, yeah, plus, man, I walked into, we in the trap right now, I'm gonna call it the trap. Mm. We're not, we not in the studio, but I right. walked into this man's room and oh, <laughs> he got the plants everywhere. <laughs> I feel it, man, Look. you feel me? He got he got the he got the Shaka Khan. Man, I, I saw Pete the Shaka Khan, I said, oh, hold on, hold I don't know nobody else my age if you listen to no Shaka Look, Khan. I gotta okay. give it to him. I go all the way back. It was funny because at the R&B party, um, they played Marvin Gaye, I Want You. And my friend Bria, shout out to Bria, um, she been my girl since we was at uh, EKE. She immediately turned back and looked at me because she knew I was going to be the only one other than the aunties and uncles that were there. She knew I was going to be the only one that knew that song. I was like, oh, I was like, not Marvin. Man, so they mm. called, He called me off guard. See, you like Marvin. My, my man's is Teddy Pendergrass, man. You okay, me? okay. okay. Teddy, I, hey, I get all the game. I soak up my game from Teddy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So... That's 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 who that's who I got really hyped for me and my girl you feel me that's our song that's our that's our artist to listen to you know that's yeah. what we listen to any and all times we going out to dinner we go listen to some Teddy I'm gonna get into my okay. playing mood you feel me okay cool 
I'm sorry, y'all. Somebody just entered my apartment. I'm looking like, what? Oh, you know what? I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. Because I live in the clubhouse, y'all. So it's student-affiliated. So one of my roommates done moved out. So they in there probably cleaning out his room. Girl, I'm looking like, who the hell? I, yeah. Yes? Sorry to bother you. Um, we're here just doing um, move out. So did you renew already? Yes, I did. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, y'all, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> but yes. Uh, anyway, so Teddy Vinegret. Okay, okay. See, I all of my music tastes come from like cause my like my my mom's whole side of the like they love music. They used to party all the time. And my mom my mom is like a super, super people person just like me. So like growing up I always had people she always had her friends over. She literally always had um music playing literally all the time and so that's actually how i used to know it was time for church it was time to get up to church because she would get up in the morning she would get up on sunday mornings start cooking and i could smell the food and then she would turn on bobby jones gospel and she would play it mad loud throughout the house (laughs) and so i knew that was time i knew that meant get up it was time for church and so they weren't super, super huge for yep. Teddy Pendergrass, but I did used to hear something. Yep, yep. And the crazy thing is about many of those artists at that time, they, feel me, they came out to church. And uh, mm-hmm. heck, I was even, I, I watched a documentary on Teddy Pendergrass. I didn't watch okay. a, a few documentaries on a, a few R&B artists, mm-hmm. soul artists. And like, I see where they pulled everything out the church yes. and then mixed it and flipped it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, that's it, great. The, the evolution is really cool, though. It's mm-hmm. really, really, really cool, and, and and I feel like this is just kind of like my thing. But I feel like that's something that's missing. I'm I'm not really religious, but mm-hmm. I mean the church has produced some good things and some bad things. And mm-hmm. one good thing that has definitely produced is some fire artists. Oh God, so. yeah. And that <laughs> you know I used to tell people all the time like if you want to find the next great because anybody who knows me knows that my favorite artist out of anybody is Aretha Franklin. If you want to go find the next Aretha, the next Whitney, the next Stevie, go to somebody's church. Like, there are these out of this world singers sitting right up in a choir stand. And it's like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I do agree with you. Like, I feel like that's I feel like there's a whole lot, and you know, I could get on my soapbox and talk about this forever, but I feel like there's a whole lot that's like missing from our generation's like music, but I do think that that's part of it. Is like most of that generation, like Teddy Pendergrass and Aretha Franklin and Shaka Khan, most of them started singing in somebody's church. Yep, yep. You know, like Aretha Franklin, she started out singing in her daddy's church and everything, you know. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, well, I wouldn't say hundred percent agree, but a lot of the a lot of the elements that we expected to transition from the past to today, mm-hmm. a lot of those elements still exist. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of noticed like they're hidden gems. You they, know, yes. they're not just mm-hmm. big R and B artists. Like the people that still carry those tones and, and, and carry that stuff on to in today's time 
are like hidden gems. Right. Like you got to go digging, like pretty much in the met- metaphorical crates for these folks. Yeah, yeah. So, like it's not. It's it's very rare for somebody who sings like Jennifer Hudson to be like a mainstream artist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very rare. But it's there. It's out there. You just hopefully to pop up one of these days. But I'll be ready. Okay, I'll be waiting. I'll, <laughs> I'll be, be singing sing their praises for real. So, Quincy, tell us about because listen, I got a businessman sitting with me y'all t- today. So, tell us a little bit about your business, and it's a black-owned business, okay? So, um, y'all go support my my main business right now is a clothing line called K Alexander, um, and we if you see any of the Louisville Louisville stuff or any of the V logos. A lot of people think it's upside down A, but it's just a V with a line through it, which states no vision. Um, any of that stuff, that that is I and my other business partner, Kaylin. Um, the business has been around for about seven years. Um, I've been been partnered up with him for about five years. We're actually about to hit our seven year anniversary okay. in 2020. So, uh, be very, very ready because we got some things coming for y'all that I think uh, the people are really, really, really going like we're kind of going through an evolution right now. So, evolution. Uh, and definitely, I want to say first and foremost, I appreciate everybody that's bought a Louisville, Louisville shirt, that's bought some of the shorts, bought, bought any of the past gear because without y'all, we wouldn't be here. And, and it's amazing to see it grow so organically. and. And it's cool to see us Matt, be able to mesh with some of the other brands that are in town. You know, we got um, Avenue. That's that's cool. Um, we got we got uh, No Nothing. Um, we got a couple other little brands out here that are doing some things, and it, it's very nice to see everybody doing a part. And uh, that kind of leads me into my next thought of, you know, Louisville is really on the upcoming. Like, this leads me to the Louisville Louisville thing, mm-hmm. like. The uniqueness of our city mm-hmm. um, how we have a small community of individuals that are the forerunners for the future of our city okay and um, it's very very nice to see like a lot of people throwing these parties you know we got we got a homegirl jig we got a DJ out here throwing um, throwing the pull up um, we got the homies with the zoo and everything throwing a uh, brunch and beats uh, y'all make sure y'all add the next brunch and beats too. definitely we got 2026 <laughs> uh, yeah then we got 2026 throwing throwing stuff at barrel bar plus everywhere else we got um dj slim thick and royal hosting events we got ab out here hosting events there's a lot of stuff going on for our age group and to be honest with you like i know we have a lot of parties on campus but let's keep it a buck mm. It ain't really, uh, it ain't really how it used to be when we came in as freshmen. It's crazy. Sorry to cut you off. But you, do you know Gabby, um, Brown Girl? Um, she yeah. has a podcast. Yes. Yeah, I know. So her, Sid, and Amir, those are literally like my three little sisters. And we, I talk to them all the time. And I'm, first of all, I feel mad old when we be sitting there discussing this. But I talk to them all the time about how like it was when we came in um, as freshmen and like how hype it was and the parties and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it's crazy to see the way like campus has like shifted and changed. Yep. 
and it's some positive, some negative. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say any negative for real. It's just some stuff is just not as adventurous as it mm. used to be. But also, I'm not on campus how I used to be. I ain't really stepped foot on campus and consistently in about a year. Mm. I've been taking online classes and stuff and just doing my business stuff anyway. So also, I can't really see it. But I also still see how uni- the University of Louisville is in- very impactful in the things that happen in yeah. outside of our culture, mm-hmm. like with stuff that's still going on, um, and they still, you, you, University of Louisville is definitely making a move towards mm-hmm. trying to get involved with with a lot of the elements that yeah. I listed throughout mm-hmm. this. I ain't gonna give no secrets away, but University of <laughs> Louisville is definitely out here reaching out mm-hmm. through me to a few people trying to get some stuff going on. And it's really, it's really, really, really awesome to see this because a lot of these people are black and it's very nice to see that Lovely. our culture is people are paying the price for our culture you mm-hmm. feel me the price that we list people are paying it and they letting us run things how we won't run it and this is how the bigger cities the big the bigger homies in chicago new york la miami and stuff this is how they started they've been mm-hmm. doing this for 10 15 years and now we didn't had our people set up set up goal lines for us to, to step to and now we gotta push it and now it's time to really get up and, and push things but mm. yeah back to your point like things have drastically changed like mm. I don't really see like even partying is like changed just in a general sense man yeah. like standing on a wall and oh, having God. fun <laughs> like great I'm the first person that's gonna do that two step and have their arms crossed mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be chilling bro I, 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 cause I can't dance mm. if there's ever a time when you see me out and I'm not talking to anybody, I'm just holding up the wall, check on me because I must be going through, going through. something. I must be sick, something. Because y'all know if I'm going to a party, I'm going to a party. That's it. Man, the first time I met you, I'm not going to say I met you. First time I heard you <laughs> <laughs> was at the uh, Alpha's Black and Gold pageant. And uh, Destiny, man, all I heard was, I, I just heard you going. And I didn't look back because I was sitting in the front. But I, I was like, who is the hell is this nigga doing this? Ah, yes. <laughs> when, it, when it was Destiny's year. Yep. Oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> I love Destiny Germany so much. So I was in that, I was in the audience going off. I was going off. off. (laughs) And anybody who's heard me in a controlled setting, my voice carries off, bounces off the wall. And so I know, I remember everybody looking back like, who is this man? <laughs> and it's so cool though, it's so crazy. Like, you don't know what that does for a lot of individuals. Like even an individual with confidence, I like, you feel me? That mm-hmm. adds to, that adds to me like doing whatever I want to do. Like, I'm gonna just, you, you just carrying along in your presence helps a lot of people's mm. you know carry on in their presence and let them be who they gonna be because a lot a lot of people maneuver through this world like who's doing this who's thinking this etc etc yeah. et cetera, et cetera. and like 
Like, heck, even I've had individuals come off it, and I'm pretty sure it's probably not the first time somebody's told you that. Mm. But I've had individuals come and tell me, like, oh, I see what you're doing, yada, 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 yada. Like, you were, you inspire me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. this brings me to this point I want to get out. Like, just be your unapologetic self. So just be you, bro. Yes. Just, just be you, live in your, live in your presence. And as long as you're respecting everybody, just be you. And it's that, like, I know for some people, because I, I know even with me, it took a while for me to get there. Like, it took a while for me to just be who I was. And if you liked me, you liked me. If you didn't, you didn't. Because, you know, you especially, um, like, I grew up in a, in a smaller town. Yeah. So, therefore, it was like, you know... It was like, okay, I had my friends and I had people who uh, didn't like me and everything like that. I knew they didn't like me. But then I had people who like sat in the middle where it was like, some days they like me. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like, those, instead of focusing on the people, the friends that I did have and the people that I knew that liked me and messed with me and anything, um, I was always, there was a lot of, I spent a lot of time trying to impress those people who sat in the middle. When true, really and truly, it just should have been, if you don't like me, I could care less because I'm going to act how I'm going to act. And now, you know, like you said, I get a lot of people now, especially doing with the podcast and everything. I get a lot of people now to where it's like, oh, you know, you really inspire me. And, and you know, you really um, give me like, I feel like I can do what I always wanted to do because, you know, you're following your dreams and everything like that, which I really, really appreciate because, you know, now I'm just out here trying to do what's best for me. I'm trying to live exactly. my best life, you know? Exactly. And I can't even say it's taking me up until recently to honestly get to that point because mm-hmm. sometimes, you feel me, the universe got to grab you by your neck and mm-hmm. like really, can we cuss on this? <laughs> yeah, you gotta rain the shit out of you, man, for real, for real. Because like, you feel me? Like, you gotta hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. and I can truly attest to this. You gotta hit rock bottom, and like, you may think that you're living in your presence. You may think that you're walking in the path that's you, but you really gotta, like, if you're not gonna check yourself, eventually the universe is gonna. I think I said this on Twitter a few weeks ago. Eventually, the universe. It's going to beat the shit out of you and, yeah. and make you leave those negative negative traits of yourself behind in order to grow and bloom into into the flower that you're supposed to be. Yeah. And basically, you're going to hit rock bottom mm. and you're going to realize, either you're going to realize it, that you need to let this go, be this, be this true person, and keep it moving, or you're going to keep hitting your head and right. life going to suck, man. Right. So, you know, take it, if you're really trying to figure out how people like like how you live your life mm-hmm. people that look at look at jesse just think about that man like honestly go back and look in the mirror and say "Dang, am i living carefree am i really not worried about the next man or woman and what they say mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta really do an audit of yourself about these these things in order to mm-hmm. go forward otherwise your life is just going to be extremely complicated and it's really hard because I know for me, I'm also an empath and I've had this like conversation with like my friends and my daddy and everything. Cause I'm, I'm definitely the type of person that, um, 
because and I and and this stems from the way I grew up because my family is very very close mm-hmm. and so um, when I did something it affected the dynamic of everyone because yeah. it was like oh well you know Jay's doing this so woo do do um, and like even when I moved away, like you know, my family was <laughs> in a bit of a distress because it was like, wait, I mean my because I mean my family. Like I said, not only are we like close emotionally, but we all live very close to each other too. So me moving states away was definitely like it threw a wrench in my family plans. But because of that, I'm an empath with everyone. Like yeah. I, I. I don't like making decisions that are going to upset other people. But at the end of the day, you know, my friends used to ask me all the time, well, whose life are you living? Are you living yours or are you living for them? Because at the end of the day, like my mom, you tell me, like, when it comes down to like a job, you're going to have to work that job. You're going to have to marry that person. You're going to have to live with that person. Not me. So you should do what's best for you and live life with, live life how you need to live it in order for you to be happy and successful. And it's hard for a lot of people, for real, because mm-hmm. it's conditioning. You feel me? It's conditioning years and years and years and years. Hell, some kids don't even mm-hmm. get that until they get to college. Right. And keep in mind, you get to college when you're 18, and then you spending four years trying to unravel 18 yes. years of, of things. And that's why it's important that's why life starts at home. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important. Like right now, our generation, like the even these simple conversations that me and you are having, mm-hmm. it's imperative that people start to understand these things so we can break these some of these generational curses. There's mm-hmm. so many generational curses, and I'm so glad that finally people aren't just saying that's the way it is, and yes. they're labeling it as this is a generational curse. This is, should not be this way. Let's challenge the, the, the status quo and, mm-hmm. and change it and, and create a new standard mm-hmm. for us going forward. And like, that gets me extremely hyped because, you know, I can even, my mom's cool. Like, I love her to death. Mm-hmm. And for the longest, we was hitting his because she always hit me with the, that's just the way it is. And mm-hmm. finally, she caught me starting to challenge her own things. She started to ask me, why are you challenging me on this? Mm-hmm. And we began to have those conversations as to, all right, mama, I don't appreciate this. I don't appreciate that. And dynamics started to change. And that was kind of like, that was kind of like the start of my engine to beginning to start living my truth, doing things for for Eric Mm -hmm. and not worrying about what my mama says, what my daddy says, any of that. Now, like once you get to that point, like that's when you really start to flourish. You start to feel good. Mm -hmm. The universe is going to just pour that abundance onto you mm-hmm. the more you start being yourself like every day that I walk out into this world I can start my day having an incredibly crappy day mm-hmm. and at some point in my day I'll have some type of random opportunity pop up yeah. and and it always is like the universe reminded me like hey baby boy pick your head up right. mm-hmm. and live for you don't let any of these negative things, and not about the negative things are out of your control anyways, mm-hmm. and you over here soaking on it, and it's taken away from your energy that you could be pouring into, into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all in all, um, man, all in all, man, like, yo, we gotta start loving on ourselves more and more. Right. Yeah, I probably hear it a thousand times on podcasts and all that stuff, but 
that's just real life. Mm-hmm. People and, don't love themselves. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with like taking a day and like like calling out of work. Like if you if you really like nah now I'm not saying to get yourself fired you from your job or nothing. You gotta give the, the right. warning label. Right. I, I'm not saying to just call your boss and be like, you ain't I ain't doing that. Nah, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, if you really just like a bog down, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a sick day or taking a personal day or, you know, a self-care day. Don't, right. Don't let, now, don't let the self-care, uh, don't let it turn into a self-care month because then you go have uh, uh, bills to pay and everything else. Then you're going to be knocking on my door like, you told me, no, 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 no. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, just to make sure that your mental is in a good state, you know? Hey, and it's okay to do white people shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> for real, you I don't? Say, I say that all the time, man. Like, my father's side of the family, they be getting on me for doing <laughs> that white people shit. Like, that's cool. Like, why does it matter? Like, I I do yoga, bro. And all of a sudden, that's some white people shit. You know what? <laughs> Hot yoga really be put, like, getting me together, okay? Like, hot yoga really be putting me in the best space. Not only that, like, I love, as you can see, I love plants, okay? The the nicest thing, the one of the nicest things you could probably ever do for me is give me a plant. I love it. I do. You talk to your plants? Mm-hmm. So that's how my day, my day be... I'll go outside my house and I'll talk to the flowers that's outside my house and it really get my day. think I'm crazy, but it really works. <laughs> People think I'm crazy, but it works, man. Like, it, it'll it'll adjust your whole attitude. It really will. Like, my growing up, my Nana and Papa had a garden in our backyard and they used to, I used to help them tend to it and everything like that. And, um, and then growing up, my mom always had plants in our house. Not a, not as many as I do in my apartment right now, but she used to have plants in our house. My mommy used to have plants all around her house. And, you know, they just, to me, they just bring so much joy. Like, I, I can't explain, <laughs> like, what they do. Y'all, I was real hurt because um, when I was getting ready to leave this last time, I went home for two weeks. And when I was getting ready to leave this last time, I was leaving, like, early in the morning. So I was in a rush. I was in a hurry. And I left here with the blinds closed, my window closed, and the lights off. I came back and one of my plants had died. I thought I was going to kill them. <laughs> I did. I thought I was going to kill over. I ain't got no plants in my house. I ain't got the green thumb yet. So whatever mm. plants is outside, that's the only ones I'm going <laughs> to I didn't kill a mini plant. I don't. I can't get it, man. I got to read some more books on plants or something. I'll find some time. Most of mine... Most of mine are very low maintenance. They don't require much. You know me. I'm gonna go get the most bougiest place. Yes. <laughs> and I ain't gonna yes. read. I'm not gonna read nothing on. I'm like, oh, I like this, and it's gonna die the next week. I'm gonna be mad too. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, 100, percent man. Mm-mm. Well, thank y'all for listening and thank you for coming. Uh, you know, thank you for gracing me with your presence because you know this is a very busy man. You know. Don't play me. <laughs> I'll be at home chilling. <laughs> I will talk to you guys next time.